0: Hey, Sid. Hey, Brian What's your update this week? This week, I'm excited to see that we both have uh, TV and movie on our <laughs> our list this week uh, on the same page as per usual. Um, I want to recommend Disclosure, which is a documentary on Netflix that came out. Um, a few weeks ago now, probably maybe. Oh, I'm sorry. Two weeks ago, it came out on June 19th. Two weeks from today, mm-hmm. which, anyway, <laughs> is now further. Anyway, so disclosure. Can you tell? I'm like really with it today. <laughs> um, disclosure was a really beautiful documentary. It was directed by Sam Feeder. And it was all about the trans experience um, in the history of representation um, for trans people in media, specifically in TV and film. And it was a sit-down, like, interview-style documentary. And then they showed clips of all of the different um, TV and, and films that they were talking about throughout. And it was just so... Um, it was... Something I knew very little about by my own fault, um, but it was such an education. And what struck me, what which was, like, just so, like, it hit me harder than anything else is that, like, watching all of these men and women talk about what their experience has been like um, throughout their careers and what they're, what they saw growing up. Um, was they were reliving this pain on camera. And there were different points where people were like, I'm so sorry, like, I just need to pause for a second and just, exp- like, just hold. And you could see on their faces that there was just so much pain, like, happening in that moment. And I'm so thankful that that people were able to share that experience, but I'm so sad that that had to be shared in that way for us to really understand what the history is, what our place in that history is, what the trans community has been going through since, like, you know, silent films. Um, and it was just a really beautiful documentary. And I think what I enjoyed um, about it was that there was also a lot of joy experience, too. So, look, Laverne Cox was one of them. She was one of the executive producers on the the documentary. And she, like, shared like funny moments for her and all of these things as well so it was a real like roller coaster of emotion for sure but um just so i and i keep seeing this in different ways but like such a necessary watch such an important watch such all these things and it's becoming like that constant narrative but i would also put that wording on the need to watch this documentary as well And, um, all of the people interviewed in the documentary were trans men and trans women. And it was just, I've, I've, I've never seen something like it before ever. And it was just so necessary. So I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. Um, it is definitely lots of emotion, both from the, like, seeing people be joyful and experience their joy while also fully understanding, um, not understanding what their pain has been but seeing it on their faces Mm -hmm. um and just and just taking it in while watching so yeah it, it was a lot but it was really good that sounds like something that
1: definitely needs to go in my my queue um i've been paying close attention to a lot more of um these types of documentaries and and uh and videos and videos. (laughs) videos. <laughs> VHS tapes.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> um, and I, I think your uh, description of what the experience is like watching it, I think is exactly what um, we as people outside of that community need for us to like, kind of step into that and see it for what it is from their perspective. Um, and I think that that is a great recommendation for the QS community.
0: Yeah, it's really good. And actually, Laverne Cox was interviewed on Brené Brown's new podcast, Unlocking Us. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about disclosure and what the experience was like. And that I would share as like a follow-up listen or a pre-listen to watching Mm. the documentary. Because, you know, Laverne Cox is just, she's one of those people that just she knows so much. So, like, she's rattling off quotes from different people. She's, ta- like, she's saying quotes that Brené Brown said back to her because it hit her so hard. She just has this, like, knowledge base of things that let, let like, sit on her heart. And she was so open during the whole interview. It was just so beautiful. So I would, like, pair those two things together um, if I could. Because she even said at the Sundance premiere of this movie there was a standing ovation for five solid minutes, which just Whoa. doesn't happen. And it was just one of those things that people were like, finally, like, finally, this is what people have been needing and wanting for quite some time. So yeah. um, I will do that as a tacked on um, recommendation. But that's my update this week. What is your update this week, Bron?
1: Well, I have, uh, as we've talking, talking about... spoken about in the past we've got to go we're no longer uh capable of uh, (laughs) communicating on on said podcast
0: we're gonna like wrap it up and come back in a few days
1: (laughs) if you can tell i need some like lighthearted things in my life right now it's very busy uh (laughs) and i need to like let my brain relax so one thing i found to do that with is uh with the new hbo max like i guess we just like we're auto subscribed to it i don't fully understand how it works i don't Um, get it at all (laughs) but it's basically like uh the like an d- extended additional version it used to be hbo go and hbo now all of which are confusing uh, in which you subscribe to things however um i started watching love life which uh anna kendrick is in um and it's so good is it a show or a movie show okay um and when i say so good i mean like light-hearted but also like very much a throwback to so it's like a series of her experiences and it's like the way that they broke it up is like by by phase of her life and also like circulate circling around a person that she was dating or had like an influence in her life at the time um which i think is just really interesting to think about not like you know there are pros and cons to that because you don't want your life to be about another person um But for so many, that's like what the experience is as you're growing up in your 20s. And I felt like very much relating to the content that was in the experience of like, oh my God, I remember being 22, having like $14 in my bank account and just like trying to get it together and like make smart choices, but also have a great time and be like free and living my life. (laughs)
0: so many things at once (laughs) and
1: so it's cool because there's like this woven like friend experience and like the people that she uh she falls for and what that love life experience is like and then how she kind of comes into her her own and uh, establishes her career and makes like some life mistakes and life successes and it's just really interesting to the way that they structured it um just was like something I hadn't seen before and I found it uh to be um I I just kept wanting to watch because they were like, probably, I think most of them are about 30 minutes. Um, So pretty, pretty consumable. You'll probably watch it in one night.
0: (laughs) That's really easy for me to get through in like an evening.
1: And I just, if I, they did a really good job at like get allowing you to feel connected to the characters. And so I feel like now it's kind of a bummer. They renewed it for a new season, but they're approaching it slightly differently. Um, Hmm. But I'm missing like those I I'm like, oh I wanna know more. Whatever happened to Sarah <laughs>
0: <laughs> Like super attached. Like, I'm I love that. Still thinking about her as a person. <laughs> Isn't that like I just I love that though. I feel like that is That is just talent from the writing perspective, from the acting perspective, also from the storytelling side of things, like just to be able to create something that has you think it's like a really good character in a book Mm -hmm. that you're just like, I wonder what happened to them after this book finished. And you're just I felt that way about normal people. I was like, really attached to both of them because you're just like what happens next like i want to see when where you go after everything that happened happened mm-hmm. so it's it's i feel like it's such a good sign of a great show when that happens although it is like sad because if it's if the show is changing a bit then to not have that same exact thing coming back next season is a little sad yeah but i'll have to check that out because you know and like it's so interesting what you say about relationship like how your how your life moves and who's with you like throughout your life and I feel like as much as we want to like focus on our own growth and what we're doing I feel like any like significant time in my life or like super insignificant time in my life I can think of the people who were there for it and they're so much a part of the experience as a whole and I'm excited to see something that kind of talks about that.
1: Yeah. And I think it like we talk about so often, there's like, you have to sometimes experience things and go through something that kind of sucks to be able to say like, oh, wow, I've grown from that. Or like, it was really hard to go through that and I didn't handle it well. But like, guess, mm-hmm. guess how much I learned from that? Or like, guess what I took away to my next relationship because I learned this. I had to like go through it to be able to say like, no, I'm standing my ground
0: or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. It's a powerful thing to see it in action and experience it and then think about it. (laughs) All of those things. All of those (laughs) things. We could go on forever.
1: (laughs) All right. So give it to me straight. What are
0: we talking today? Well, we have done TV. We've done movies. And now we're talking about what we're reading. Love it. Last but not least, (laughs) now that at least for me, it's no longer textbooks and uh articles around you know HR stuff for the most part you have so much (laughs) from school space (laughs) in your in your schedule to
1: have free free reading time
0: free reading time I remember our friend Rebecca when I was just starting she's like I can't tell you when as soon as I finished I picked up so many books that like just had been sitting gathering dust for the two years I was in school and I was like I'll still have time to like do some light reading, and then here we are, two years later. I was like, "Oh, nope, <laughs> definitely not." Um, so today we're talking about uh, what what I'm reading specifically. I'm excited that uh, for this specific topic, we're going to break this one down into two episodes. Um, so you will hear my reading list today, and Brianna, I think yours is going to be live in like two weeks. Sure thing few weeks something like that so um so i think sometime later <laughs> um and so i am excited to talk about this i was focused a little bit, like, too much on books. And as we know, I'm not a big book reader. So I, I expanded my viewpoint a little bit to say, okay, like, what are all of the things that I'm taking in that inform my decisions, that keep me up to date on stuff? Um, so those are, this was a really fun topic to dig into because it really made me reflect on what I'm reading, um, what's important to me based on what I'm reading. And it kind of gave me this moment to be like, what can I what else can I read now that I have a better understanding of what I actually like? I don't know if you do that where you kind Mm -hmm. of like blindly move through things and all of a sudden you're faced to like look at it and you're like, oh, I want to add more specific stuff because now I'm like very aware of what I'm looking for.
1: Definitely. And it's good to make that that conscious choice Yeah, because there's so many things that I archive in my email that I don't even open. Sorry. So many newsletter people. (laughs)
0: i signed up
1: (laughs) doesn't that count for anything (laughs) i cared once i no longer have the space time or energy for you but i started
0: no go ahead i was just
1: gonna say i'm I'm ready for for your list maybe i can uh i'll remove one and add another
0: (laughs) oh thanks yeah i've started unsubscribing like i've i've started doing an active unsubscribe and it is quite freeing in my inbox it's a beautiful thing i've enjoyed it
1: all right, let's get into it. Let's uh kick start with your uh First thing on the list, newsletters.
0: Yeah. So as uh, everybody knows, we love a good newsletter. We take them very seriously and put them high on our list most of the time. So I'm still reading the skim and the broadsheet, but I think we talk about those a lot. So today I wanted to share a few other newsletters that I've recently subscribed to or I haven't really mentioned as much. Um, And I realize I really like a newsletter that is teaching me something and then also shares articles that will lead me somewhere else that like maybe I would have never found on my own. So it's like congregating all of this great information into one spot, which Mm -hmm. I know is what a newsletter is. (laughs) But these specifically (laughs) do it in a way that um, I really enjoy and can get behind. So The first one is called the Anti-Racism Daily, uh, and it's from Nicole Cardoza, and um, we're going to link her Patreon if you'd like to take a look at that. She sends it out for free, so there's a free newsletter that goes out literally seven days a week. Oh, my gosh. um, Which is crazy town, and it usually comes to my inbox between like 6.30 and 8.30 in the morning. So it's like, she's just really, um, she's just really talented, and it's a really like chuck full of good information stay also like very um there's a topic for each one and everything in it is there's three sections to it so there's a take action section there's a get educated section then there's a key takeaways and so she does a really nice job of presenting information in a way that is both like long form so you're taking it all in but you're also getting that like summary bullet point at the end um and i started i heard about this uh a few weeks ago in the midst of the um you know the, when black the black lives matter movement um became kind of front and center in the conversation again and i think she started this at that point this is mm-hmm. not a this is not an old newsletter by any by any means um and it's just beautifully done and i really enjoy it. i look forward to it every day um, and I think that, and I started subscribing to her Patreon account. So I, you know, do five bucks a month. Um, and it's been really nice to support her work in what is, I, I realize, a very small way. Um, but it's something that I look forward to. So we will link her Patreon account at queenspeaking.com slash 129. Yes.
1: I, uh, follow her on Instagram. I didn't realize, uh or I didn't know that this newsletter was part of the mix, um, I found a lot of great stuff through social media, but um, I'm looking forward to digging into this one because I feel like this is something uh, that is worth an add to my morning reading list. I love I love something that comes in between 6.30 and 8 because it's like Same. I do my morning, like what's happening, rundown. Yes, and I exactly. love, love that... Uh, you're including her Patreon account because I do think that this matters, especially when someone is creating content for free and mm. literally doing it so that you can be educated and informed by them. Um, I think is a, a really uh, mindful choice to give back and support them. So thank you for including that. We will have it of in show course. notes.
0: We will. And yeah, I think, you know, she's not, the other ones that I have here are part of like larger media outlets and Mm -hmm. she's just her, you know, like she's putting this all together from what I understand either. If it's not just her, it's a, it's a very like small group, but I think it's just her. So I feel like she is doing, it's just really well put together. And I think it definitely deserves that kind of um that kind of recognition and if we can support her in this work as we take in this information then we should. Um so the next one is the broad side which sounds very close to the broad sheet but <laughs> it is different. <laughs> um and I signed up for this one because you know I love uh, an email trap where they're like, have you heard about this? And I'm like, what? <laughs> And uh, usually the answer is yes, but I always have to take a second look. So the broadside is actually a new one from Fortune that piggybacks off of the broadsheet. um, And it's a monthly from Christine Gill. And it's different from the broadsheet in that it is kind of one long um, look at something specific that's happening within the intersection of career and women. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they kind of dig into one topic for the for the whole newsletter. And then at the end, um, they give a global job listing as well. So that's also different from what we get from the broadsheet. And I think it was a good addition to their um, kind of repertoire of all of the newsletters that they have because – while I gain a lot of information from the broadsheet. The broadside gives that deeper advice dive that sometimes I'm looking for, um, and can't always like f- find exactly what I want. And they seem to um, be really poignant in what they share and when they share it. Um, even though it's only a monthly, it's always super timely as well. So um, you can tell that they're not just you know throwing something together and. Um, doing it months in advance or weeks in advance it's always like very on top of what's happening so I like that one a lot I don't know if you've heard of this one
1: I have because you've said, you have. you've mentioned
0: it before have I oh mm-hmm. <laughs> mentioning again <laughs> Uh, the next one I have is the People Geekly, which I've talked about before. It is a weekly from CultureAmp, which is a company that basically streamlines your uh, employee engagement, employee experience system. Um, it's a really cool company. I learn a lot from their free, like, blogs and stuff like that. It's HR-focused, and they're really on the cusp of what's happening in um, in HR. It's actually, I just recently dug into, um, one of these emails and learned a lot about like the, the overall look at employee experience. And I'm kind of learning, like, I think I really want to go in that direction for my own career and really learn more about like what what part of that I want to to get into. And so ex- employee experience as a whole is just really exciting right now. Um, and they had this great, like, interactive um, deck that you could just go through and see, like, where do you stack up and all these things. So if you're an HR person or you want to be an HR or you just need to kind of understand what's happening, <laughs> yeah, I think this is a good one. <laughs> it's one of those things that
1: um, I think is interesting because uh, I've actually found some things that I just find... Like, I work with people, but I'm not in an HR role, but they have, like, really relatable and digestible content that I think is uh, relevant to people beyond uh, the HR role.
0: For sure. Yeah, they focus a lot on, like, what it takes to be a good manager and how you support your employees if they're going remote and all of these things that really, that, excuse me, drill down to employee engagement even like you said, if your role is not HR person, but you still support employees or you still interact with employees, or if you want to learn to be a better leader, like they just really have a a breadth of knowledge around all those topics. And I like it a lot. Um, The last newsletter that I get that um, I've been getting for a while is, and we talk about Career Contessa on here a lot, but they also have a, a newsletter that is, Um, at least once a week I don't know if you know this but I don't know like how what their consistency is with it I know I get it at least once a week but I don't know if it's a like it comes out every Wednesday type of thing
1: (laughs) yeah I feel like this is missing from my I used to subscribe to this and probably still do but have been missing it I don't know oh maybe they need to up their uh, subject line
0: game Probably. That's a big thing, though, isn't it? Like, unless me, I know at least, I'm looking. I'm like, I don't
1: have time for you.
0: <laughs> unless it really grabs me, then it's gone. Um, well, this one is, I, I would encourage you to take another look if it is hiding somewhere in your inbox because I think it does, again, what the broadside does, but to our. Age range, I want to mm-hmm. say, like so, they focus on major themes and current event, current events for women in career. Um, but they really do more than that. It seems like such a supportive environment, and they're sharing articles and tips. Um, And free templates, paid for Mm -hmm. templates, they have just so much if you're job hunting, if you're looking to get, you know, get a promotion, they just, you know, give you so many things that you can dig into to say, like, where is my career going? How do I get there? What do I need to get there? Um, And they also include a job board for full time, part time and remote work as well. So um, it's a really extensive job board from from when I was looking at it. Um, so I like that one. I think it's like a good go-to if you are looking for something that is um, career-focused and also um, actionable items are included in it, which is good. Sorry um, if you guys can
1: like hear the rumbly tumbly of the person who lives above me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is recording from home. <laughs> Please enjoy. (laughs) That's okay. Have you seen that commercial where they're like, we have a clogging problem, and Mm -hmm. then they shoot up to the second floor, and it's a family of cloggers, which is so funny. (laughs) I laugh out loud every single time. And the other episode, or the other commercial is like, we have a rat problem, and then they go down the basement, and it's the band Rat. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I love marketing. It's so fun. (laughs) Anyway... Moving on, <laughs> um, I also put to get together a list of magazines, um, et, pu- pu- publications. Wow, we are both on a roll today. Publications and articles that are both like print and internet that I either subscribe to or just enjoy or find really um, impactful. And I think, I think I've talked about this before, where I really like anything that really centers around cultural commentary. And now that pop culture, humanity, politics, like, all of those things are hitting at the same time and, like, like running directly into each other, it's even more compelling to read mm-hmm. all of these things because it's just hitting all of the, like, un- like not high notes in necessarily a positive way, but it is something that I really like to take in and it's all in one place. Um, and pop culture used to be something that, like, was really... Like, I don't know. I used to just think it was like fashion and TV, but right. now pop culture is politics and pop culture is what's happening in the world around us. And so I'm really excited to see that shift have happened in, you know, the last probably 10 years. Um, and it's it's really deep and it's really good stuff. Um, so I... I think I've probably talked about The Cut before. I think The Cut is really popular. I'm not, like, the only person reading it by any means. (laughs) Everybody listening is probably like, yeah, we know The Cut. Okay, move on. Um, But I really like it. They break their stuff down into four sections, style, self, culture, and power. Um, And there's about a million headings under those four major ones. And I think the writing is smart. It is really provocative. They are unafraid to ruffle, and they are unafraid to feature... um, both unpopular opinion and popular opinion that is against status quo, mm-hmm. and it's just really, really powerful stuff. The people that write for for that publication are just super talented people, and I enjoy it a lot. Um, and I know you are a big fan of The Cut as well, I think. Big fan.
1: All the same reasons. It's one of those things where I'm like, yes, tell me everything about
0: how you feel about this, and I want reactions. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I've talked about Ashley C. Ford before, but I wanted to share some of the articles that she's written that I really loved. Mm -hmm. Ashley C. Ford is a writer. She is, if you find her on Instagram, she is just um, really honest, and she's a beautiful writer, and she is... She's talked a lot about her relationship with money, her relationship with her family members. Like, she's just a really vulnerable writer. um, And it comes out in her interviews. So not only are the articles that she writes about her own life really wonderful, but she really brings herself to her interviews with these, like, mega pop stars and mega, like, superstar movie people, um, where she... I feel like there's a, a another layer of connection that she has with them because she's just being herself and she can really relate to people in a way that you don't always get to see from writers. Um, and so on her, we're going to link her website in the show notes. Um, and then there you can find most of her work. It's not all of her work, but a lot of it's there. Um, I would highly recommend the Missy Elliott feature for um, Marie Claire and the Serena Williams feature for Allure. Um, and it's not linked in her website, so we'll link it separately. But the Billy Porter interview for Allure was also... It was right after he won, I think, oh my the goodness. Golden Globe, maybe... It was, like, he was just, like, showing out, mm-hmm. and he, you know, was, like, the hottest thing on the red carpet. And then this this interview came out, and it was just so awesome. His speech um, was spectacular, too. Oh, my gosh. The category is love, y'all. Oh, <laughs> I was just, like, that hit me directly into my heart center. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Um there are two people I follow on Instagram that I highly recommend for what they share and what they're reading and that I then go and read and it, it's like its own newsletter honestly this probably could have fit better in that category um Morning Reads from Brittany Packnick Cunningham they are always current they are always about what's happening in the world around us always action oriented like what can we be doing to be more active in our communities and take care of each other and she's You know, she just doesn't hold back. So I love that she posts those most mornings and then saves them to her highlights. And the same with Lindsay Peoples Wagner, who is the editor in chief of Teen Vogue. Um, On the weekends, she shares a number of articles that she's reading as well. And then also saves them to her highlights, but they're just like, so Lindsay Peoples Wagner is in fashion, but it's Mm -hmm. again, that intersection of fashion and politics, that intersection of work and identity and all of these things that you're just like, I need this. Like I just, and I had nowhere else to find it. Um, But the fact that they both curate these really well done feeds that we can learn a lot from is great.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, the the curated aspect of those things is really cool too because it's how we discover stuff that we wouldn't necessarily stumble upon in our own, like, in your queue of stuff that you have. So it's like, let me be exposed to other people who expose me to other things. And it's like this
0: cool growing network of information that you can latch on to. For sure. And it just gives you, like... You're right, exactly right, and it just is one of those things where I'm like, where else am I going to find this? And then I'm like, oh, let me start following this author, or let me yeah. start following, you know, this publication that I didn't know existed before. Um, so it is a really cool outlet into all these other worlds. Yeah, um, I'm.
1: <laughs> it's, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, I'm really bad at like discovering things, but I will always, if someone's like, I have a recommendation for you, I'm like, I am here. Digesting, subscribed, signed up,
0: following, I'm ready for it. (laughs) It's so true. I feel like whenever I'm on the phone with you or we're in person and I say something that you might want to get in on, you like get out a pen and paper. You're like, what was that again? (laughs) And you write it down and make sure it's captured, (laughs) which is good. That's how we learn. That's how we get to know more things. That's how we expand our worldview. I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. If someone recommends something that they swear by, I'm like, done. I'm signing up. That's probably why I have, like, a million emails in my spam folder every day. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow you read as much as you do. It's impressive.
1: <laughs> but we're not done yet. There's more.
0: <laughs> I promise I'm wrapping up, but I feel like we couldn't do a what we're reading episode without mentioning a couple books. <laughs> I feel like that would have, I would have missed the mark on the point of the assignment. Um I'm learning I'm a fan of fiction and great storytelling that also, like, really gravitates toward the lives of women and their Whoa, relationships. That's so lovely. So, yeah. And I, you know, like, you want to be a person that loves biographies. I really do. Or, like, memoirs, which I know is essentially could be the same thing. But I really love, I don't know, all of the things that I have here are, um, it seems, like, very personal to the author, mm-hmm. but not about the author except for maybe two of them but the way that these authors have like put together these stories and the character development i think that's what it is is the characters seem to be real people and you know maybe they are um based on real people but Mm -hmm. the way that they write these characters is just one of those things where you're like it's just such a beautiful thing to read and you feel like you know them. And I, I think the talent behind that is just so impressive.
1: Right. And I feel like the difference between like reading about someone where you're like, whoa, I'm learning and digesting and like absorbing this content so that like I am informed. Reading a fiction story about someone's lived experience is like you're immersed in it in a way that's slightly different. Um And I think that that process actually is really valuable because it allows you to take it from beyond like the realities of the world you're living in and 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 kind of go a little bit further to be like what is like what's the picture of this story that i'm seeing absolutely exactly
0: yeah (laughs) but the picture in my head (laughs) the picture you build for yourself exactly um So the first one is actually a collection of essays. So everything I just said is like kind of BS, but I still stand by it. So Samantha Irby is, she, this is her third book, I want to say. And it's called Wow, No Thank You. It's landed on the New York Times bestseller list. And it is a collection of essays about her life. And she wrote her first book was called Meat. (laughs) And... I, like, I just think she's hilarious. And wow, no thank you is just one of those phrases that when you hear it, you're just like, oh, that was so aggressive. Wow. <laughs> but, no thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it just is one of those things where we're like, okay, she is not messing around. <laughs> And that is like, when you think of that phrase, that's exactly how this collection of essays is written. And there were so many times where I read sections of it out loud to Doug, because I was laughing so hard. It's so funny. It is so funny. It's literally laugh out loud funny. And it is this woman who was living in chicago and like becoming a writer based on like satire almost and now finds herself like in i think she's in michigan i want to say somewhere in you know the middle states and living in somewhere cold with her wife and is like how did i get here how did this happen and not in a bad way but in a like let me tell you how i got here kind of way and so she relives like the way she writes is like the way my brain works in anxiety mode and it is so funny and i read a section to doug he's like is that what happens in your brain when you're like on a tear i'm like it's exactly what happens oh my gosh <laughs> so i this is so funny i highly recommend it and i rarely like laugh out loud at books but this was so right. funny it's a so fun. yeah so go buy it um samantha irby wow no thank you the next one is Conversations uh, conversations with Friends by Sally Rooney. She is the person that wrote Normal People that mm. that Hulu show was. So I was reading all of the recaps about Normal People because I was obsessed. And they were like, OK, so Conversations with Friends was her first book. We recommend reading that first if you're going to go back and read Normal People. I'm like, OK. And it was a story of friendship and relationship between two women and all of like The things that can come with that messiness of such a close relationship and it was super compelling and one of those things where like you can feel what's happening to the main narrator and you want to like reach out and tell her that it's going to be okay and you want to reach out and be like I like I I see what's happening like stop (laughs) and it just pulls you in it was really interesting writing like no use of quotations at all it you but the way that it was written you could tell when someone was talking and when someone wasn't if that makes sense it was very I've never seen anything like it I'm sure it's not new to a lot of avid readers but to me it was very new um but it was it was one of those books that I it was um it really pulled me in. It was not funny. It was, like, kind of heartbreaking in certain sections. It was a page-turner. Um, and you kind of just sunk into the characters' lives in a really aggressive way. So I recommend it. Um, I'm hoping to put normal people on my list next. Summertime so. vacation read, maybe. Exactly. Oh, that's a good call, Braun. It's a great call, actually. Um... I couldn't do this without talking about Little Fires Everywhere. I know I talked about it on an episode. I know I talked about the Hulu show a lot. I just need to say it again. Celeste Ng, Little Fires Everywhere. Read it. You will fly through it in no time. You're like,
1: I've read it twice already and watched the show.
0: (laughs) Huge fan. And I will read it again. (laughs) It is so good. Um, The Mothers is one by Brit Bennett. And she just had a New York Times bestseller that like re-hit the chart. It's called the, her new book is called The Vanishing Half. The Mothers was her first book, which is also a New York Times bestseller. And it is the mothers are the elders at this black church in California in this little town that's near the, the coast. And it's narrated from the point of view of the mothers for the most part. And you get this like real sense of like what, like what they value, what they're talking about, what's important to them in their church and how their church is changing as they age. Um, But the the show or the show, wow, now you know where my brain's at. (laughs) The book centers around these three characters. And again, just like the character development and the way that, it passes through time and how we follow their life over the course of the book. Um, their lives over the course of the book is just really good. Um, and I liked it a lot. I thought another, it was another read where someone was like, read the mother's first and then read the vanishing half, just so mm-hmm. you get a sense of what her writing is like. And, um, and, and it was very good. So highly recommend. That one. And then too my last me. one. Oh yeah. You got to read it. Maybe you can borrow mine. <gasps> Ooh, <laughs> Sharing. Yeah. I'll put my name on the inside so you don't have to think about who <laughs> loaned it to you. Don't worry. Thanks, Sid. I always <sighs> no give problem. books back. Oh, <laughs> Actually, you did, because I loaned you Mindy Kaling. Mm-hmm. And you did give her back. Which, that was such a good book, speaking of which. She was great. Um, and my last one is A Gift From You, which is Yay. super special to me, and this is has nothing to do with any of the other ones, but and I don't have a lot of cookbooks. I don't use them all all that often um, but I you gave me where cooking begins by Carla Lolly music and she just writes in this really like familial way and you're just like I want to be part of your family firstly I want to learn from you she makes cooking very accessible mm-hmm. um, but what she talks like the the first part of it is really like where these recipes came from and why she thought it was important to put this book out and make Make it so people who maybe are kind of terrified in the kitchen, myself. Well, I feel like her
1: book, she's so nurturing as a human being. So her book has to have that same essence. It just just makes sense.
0: And it does. And you're exactly right. And it does. And it was just such a it was such a great read. And even just reading through the recipes and how they're written and how they're shot. Like you just get a real sense for um, how she wants people to feel when they cook. And mm-hmm. that is that's a good feeling to read about. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you, and you definitely get that sense. And she just won a James Beard Award for this book. So hey, girl. Go Carla, go, Carla. So um, so that's my last one on my books list. It's obviously not a traditional fiction, but it is um, very good. And I've gotten a lot of use out of it.
1: And I love it. I'm glad. So This was
0: very, very me heavy. but So I'm really looking forward to your list in a couple weeks.
1: <laughs> well, it, it's interesting, too, because, again, like we've talked about, it's so nice to hear about the things that you're consuming. Because I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. I haven't heard of that. Oh, it's so interesting. And so... Um, We hope that with this particular um, roundup for our listeners that you guys get something unique to either subscribe to or purchase from a local bookshop, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever you need. But um, we'll link all of the things that Sid has mentioned in our show notes, queenspeaking.com slash 129, and we'll keep talking about it on on the gram at queen underscore speaking.
0: We sure will. This was fun. Let's break. (laughs) Should we break? (laughs) Let's break.